this Maker Series podcast, I'm talking to the web developer and condiments maker, Chris Hatton. So I'm thrilled to have Chris Hatton here this evening, actually. I've not done an evening podcast before. This is the latest I've done one, and it's uh, it feels very different. Um, we're in autumn now, so it is dark outside, and there's something quite cosy. So how are you? on this wet and windy evening, Chris. I'm good, thank you for having me. I've got a little fire going in the background as well, so it's nice and cozy. Lovely, (laughs) oh lovely, I'm envious. I've just got a lovely warm glow of my uh, ceiling light. (laughs) (laughs) Tasty. Yeah, not quite. So I like to get straight to the point and ask our first question. And why did you start a creative business? Well, like most people, when I finished university, I went straight into a cleaning job. Uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't immediately find a job from a profession. Um, I started looking online for freelance work, having done a few smaller web development jobs, web, website builds friends and um i did eventually find a few jobs which i started doing and plodding along and then a friend recommended me a web agency a local one um of which um were managed by friends i knew as well which helped um and i joined those guys and pretty much was full-time working for them but as a freelancer um and most like the reason why I couldn't get the work originally um was just because they all like wanted experience um and basically yeah just couldn't find any any job at all so I thought well if I go through down the freelance route then I can build up that experiment experience and that's exactly what happened I a lot of what I've learned was actually more on the job than I did for university um so yeah it was it was kind of that it really led me down the starting the business side of things um of course that was a bit of a learning curve um it was something I didn't really learn at university how to start business um previous to that doing the university course I'd done a illustration degree um which had given me some insight into the illustrate illustrator's world of career finding because i had no experience like on the computer side there's none of that um career finding kind of thing um so yeah that's what that's got that's what got me started so you you uh studied illustration not web development at uni so I did I did illustration first um, and enjoyed it, but I was like soon realizing it wasn't for me. I wasn't going to have the motivation to get myself out there because to go down that career route, you have to have a portfolio and you have to go through loads of publication um, agencies, publications, your thing. Um, which at the time I was doing children's books. Uh, and yeah, I could, I could see that just wasn't going to work for me. But what was happening was when I was on the course, 
I was helping people out on the computers when they're getting stuck <laughs> with files and stuff and using Photoshop and it kind of just like it just dawned on me that I was I was really going down this computer avenue I'd built up experience like being a kid with a computer I was lucky um well there's lucky people that my dad bought his computer and I sort of fiddled with it and learned um that technical side so I straight after the illustration degree I went straight into a computing course um yeah and I combined those the skills of the the creative side from the illustration into the web design building awesome I was just gonna and you won't take offense with this because we're friends <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just gonna because I think some people listening won't grasp what you really meant, I think, um, when you were saying you were lucky to have a computer, because we're a similar age, so I can say this, can't I? But like when we were growing up, computers were very basic, but also were not as readily available. Exactly. Um, I certainly, yeah, I didn't have, I remember hating a computer. My mum said I would <laughs> never be technical. Well, I still technically, um, half the time not but somehow I ended up being a filmmaker and editing but I, I just remember tapping on this keyboard and just going I hate this as like a I don't know a 12 year old or something um it was a different time for technology wasn't it <laughs> it, it really was yeah I mean I'm talking when I was six so this was 1994 um, I got a home computer and it was a really big thing then to have a personal personal computer and I think he was one of the first in Barnsville, um, certainly Barnsville, but maybe the first even in North Devon that went onto the internet and we had a dial up. And oh my goodness. <laughs> no, one, no one could use the phone while he was on the, on the internet. Oh yes. It's <laughs> so all the young people listening. Oh, you don't know the pains. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes, the, the lovely... Get off the internet, I need to use yeah. the phone. Or get off the phone, I need phone. to use the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that's one aspect of what you still currently do, but you also have built your own condiment company. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how did you quite, get how how did you get into that? Because that's quite quite a tangent. Really. Different. <laughs> very different to web designing. And I guess it's more hands-on in a way. It, it's more physical. So it wasn't something that came to mind. It just kind of happened. And as one of my hobbies, I, I like chilies and growing chili plants. Um and I started about 10 years ago growing plants, got had them out in the garden. Obviously, when you have quite a few plants, you end up with a byproduct of lots of chilies. So I thought, well, I can't just let all these chilies go to waste. There must be some way I could use them. So then I looked online for a um, a recipe and found a chili sauce one, um, a quite basic one, um, and I just made it my own. I added like uh, variations and added in ingredients. Um, like Lee and Perrins and 
Don't tell us um, your trade secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's no Liam Perrins in it now because I that's when I found yeah. it had um anchovies in, which isn't great for uh, vegetarians. No. Um not many people know that. So yeah. So I was doing that for some years and when I when I started freelancing for web, that was about 2012 um i started making this sauce about 2014 and it was about six years into doing web development that i started realizing that i was spending a lot of time staring at the screen Uh, (laughs) yep tell me about it (laughs) um and I was like, you know, is this really what I want to be doing all the time sort of thing? Um, And this quite interesting source making was like making a part of my life. Um, And then more recently, uh, so about six years, where are we? No, about four years after starting the source, people were liking it and friends suggested, oh, why don't you try making it into a business? Um, and that's what happened. I, I created a little label and the name and um, maybe not too original name, but um, maybe the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and say the yeah, name just, so people say the name. Uh, Dr. Pepper's condiments. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's been quite successful as we um, slowly plodding along with that. And I mean, eventually, I kind of want, I want the source to take over. That's going to be my name. Um, but it's it's quite it's good with the freelance development that I can, I can quite easily switch between um, doing the source and doing websites, yeah, getting Cody. It can, yeah, it's quite nice flexibility in a way, isn't it? When you've got several flexible jobs, so you can kind of go, ooh right, I'm going to do this today. And, you know, you can pick and That's choose. That's right, and yeah. It's kind of a nice and, thing. And, the, like, this obviously source making making gets me on my feet and <laughs> moving around. Moving. Yeah. <laughs> Using legs. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your main challenges whilst, you know, growing uh, both of your businesses, I guess? Well, originally with, like, when I took on freelance web stuff, was literally finding work that was that was really tough like it was a good a good year really until I started getting a a stream of work not necessarily consistent but a stream um just because you don't know really who to contact who you haven't built up a trust that people think oh you're going to be good um, and then you, and you don't also have the experience, but over time that comes. And um, I mean, it got to the point where it was just, just too much work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that it was a real challenge that I was, I was like, like you heard me say, I was doing a cleaning job um, and then kitchen porter for the pub. And, but yeah, you just, you just make it work. How did you get to a point where you had that stream 
of clients, let's say? It was... was there a specific thing you did? Or... I mean, originally I was looking on, there's like people per hour. That's one side, I don't know if it's still going, but um, it's very similar to, there's like a freelancer.com website and you basically put up skills and what you can do. And yeah. then you look out for people posting jobs they want done and then you mm. you sort of queue up with other people saying I can do it I can do it better and then giving estimate and that built a portfolio and then I also had um local work and the local work um grew through word of mouth so someone would recommend yeah. and then recommend and then and then as you heard I joined this agency and that gave quite a lot of consistent work and then went on to another agency and then went on to another agency <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah it's like building it. blocks isn't it that's right yeah exactly yeah but um one of the other challenges i found was um bookkeeping, mm -hmm. <laughs> bookkeeping yeah and tax returns all that stuff which yeah like had no idea about and did a lot of googling to find out <laughs> and um a friend actually the most helpful was a friend recommended me um something called free agent which is um just like uh is it green books or something um and there's other ones uh which is just like an online quite simple you click a red button which starts a timer and then you can click that red button stop and then you can um you can pin that to a client and then once you finish your job you can build a invoice and then you can send that off and yeah and that's that's been so useful and then at the end of the tax year you ask it to build a tax form and it'll, it'll literally build it out for oh, you wow um, a virtual copy of the physical thing and then you can review it and then click submit and it sends it and thought that was Amazing. it that's god sent yeah <laughs> is that still do you still use that i do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Still, still using it so that was primarily for web stuff but you can also bring in um other income and work and yeah yeah brought it all together which is yeah very useful awesome and did you say it was free or do you pay monthly pay monthly yeah but i mean if you if you're active enough you, you can yeah. refer it to lots of friends and get it down to free which oh one one <laughs> friend has gone beyond free yeah either gone to free or like yeah i think just free i don't think they're paid <laughs> paid to use it no <laughs> i just use zero and um but it doesn't sound as uh well, it, it just brings in my bank statements. Okay. But then because I'm um, either lazy on doing it or too busy to do it, you pick and choose which one out there is too. Um, I, I leave it until the, the end of the year and now I have to do like 300 transactions that I have to figure out. <laughs> so yeah. yes, it's um, what you just, what was it called again that you use? A free agent free agent i'm gonna look that up <laughs> sounds good 
I more recently started using also um, QuickBooks. Oh yes. For yeah. The condiment side. Yeah. And yeah, that's. I chose that just because I could bring in um, separate bank accounts into one place. Yeah, that's what Zero's um, like. Yeah, they're kind of in competition. I think. Yeah. Um, that's because I've got like. I've got the market stall income and then I've also got the website income and it's got to, I've got to track it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah, you do have that thing of like, you still have to go through the whole list of transactions. Yes. And put receipts to things. So do you have any other challenges or are they your main two? Um, time uh, was a more recent challenge. Obviously at the start, you don't have much, you have lots of time. Mm -hmm. and now it's on the other end of the seesaw well, I've got very little time and it's time management is a very hard thing to to control um because you can very easily over promise which I've done a lot of saying yes <laughs> yeah um, me too <laughs> <laughs> but like all things you it, you just learn to I think maybe it's more of a personal thing you just combat um it by just saying well i can't do that and saying no or um giving yourself a bigger space i think it's very easy to try and please um when you really need to give like a realistic estimate on, on things and what you can and can't do and i also think come across the fact that when you get quicker if you still charge the same rate, <laughs> then you make less money. <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah. also saying no, but also putting your pricing up as you get quicker at things. Yeah. And I certainly, I learned <laughs> that too yeah. late. <laughs> I was like, when I remember buying a new computer and I was like, I'm gonna be losing money because I bought this computer because it's gonna make my work so much quicker. And I remember Ed just saying, that's stupid. Why aren't you, you know, you should be raising your prices and me going, oh yeah. Oh, but I don't know if I'm worthy enough. Exactly. You just spent um, nearly two grand on a computer. You are, you know, even if it's just to pay that off. So yeah, it's a funny old thing. Time, balancing, yes, no, wage, you know, worthiness. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. It's not really a challenge, but I guess more um, a scary point is when you raise your um, your rate uh, <laughs> and doing that not to scare off people. Um, I think when you when you do raise it, you're quite pleasantly surprised that yeah, people are happy to pay that a little bit more because they they trust you and they know that you're they're worth the worth the rate basically. <laughs> And I still, um, and I really appreciate it. I still get told by by people I work with, who, which is very honest of them, like, you need to put your rates up. And I'm like, so many years into this and I still not got it right. <laughs> oh no, but thank you. But, oh, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it comes slowly. And then you think you've got it. And then maybe you've got to the next level and you're like, you should just up it again. You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, you know, because I've, been, you know, in the end, after it's always harder when you first start. Some people don't find it difficult, but I think other people do, including myself. 
when you first start, the amount of free stuff you end up doing um, mm. or much lower rate because you need that experience. Exactly. It's like, and then at what point do you actually go, no, I've done enough of that. Mm. You still got people saying, oh, do this for me, I'll do that. And you've got to suddenly go no to them. It's really like, oh, like, oh, I don't yeah, like that feeling. Yeah. But in the end, you can't, I realized I was making their passions and their uh, life or creative life work and not mine. I was like doing things for people and I was like feeding their creativity, their, uh, I was helping their passion and not mine basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and there was that tipping point where I had to start saying no. I still get it. I still get people, oh, do that for the kudos. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do too many things. I think the eye, the eye openers when um, you see other people like yourself, like working in the same space, who are charging more, and then that's like, like oh wait a minute, um, <laughs> <laughs> that definitely helps. Mm. And I think getting to a point where you are able to be around similar mm. creatives, because otherwise you can be in your own bubble, and it's just, hey, maybe it doesn't matter so much if you're charging too much and getting the work. But if you're undercharging and you're finding that you're getting every bit of work, just think about it. <laughs> maybe, you know, people are snapping you up. Maybe you're too cheap. Um, yeah. But yeah. How do you make it work? How do you make a living? Are you, um, from the sound of it, you're, you're certainly full time. Yeah. So, like I say, at the start, it was literally, literally the day jobs. That's. <laughs> that's what I pay for the bills um but then freelancing for business is like already set up that's a great help and then once once you freelance that's it you're you're, you're good to go and you get if you you've got it coming in like all the work then then you're good um yeah but yeah I Hmm. I've I kind of went I went full time and then brought full time on the web and then started bringing condiments even more on top of that. So <laughs> <laughs> what's more than full time? Yeah. What's the next uh, level? <laughs> it should be a next level so people can comprehend. <laughs> oh, overly busy. Yeah. I. <laughs> Overtime. Like, there you go. Over, yeah, <laughs> overtime. It. <laughs> I. It's true that I found myself. I was working like into the night and coming a night owl and stuff like that. And I think that's when you realise you gotta. Somebody's got to change. Somebody's got to give. Um, yeah, and you can do it. You're only as busy as you make yourself to be. So. Um, yeah, I just did less of one and more of the other. Um, and it's it's been like that for the past few years, um, seesawing, especially this last year, I had to seesaw more to one side than the other. Um, but it's just one of those things. 
Because are you still freelance or are you employed now? So I went employed and the only reason why I did that was because my f a friend of mine that I'd worked with, like it was the first, first agency I did freelance work with, he he checked that I was still freelancing on web and I said yeah yeah and he said like this is company that they really need an extra developer they don't want to take anyone just yet but I myself can't do the work and um, there's only just me in the company John and Lake um, come help I, I've been telling them that you're like the perfect candidate because it's the same it was the same like code base same um, it's an e-commerce store and it's the same build so i was like yeah sure sure so i did like the first project for them and then they liked that and then i did the second project and then before i knew it i was doing like pretty much full-time <laughs> projects for them <laughs> um and i through that i didn't i didn't know anything about the business i mean it's just doing so i was doing these projects and as i was doing the project i started to learn more about who they were and uh well, they sell plant-based um, supplements. Um, they all have like the carbon offset. Um, new, only just been around a couple of years. And like when I started helping out, they had like 30 staff. And then a few months later, well, up to 80 staff. So they were growing really wow. fast. Yeah. Yeah, growing fast. So and then I was thinking, well, everyone's different but I was thinking that I've got to have my my books my financial books really up and down <laughs> yeah self-employment will do that <laughs> and when you start thinking oh okay do I need to get a pension do I need to start thinking about getting a house and a mortgage yeah. yeah and then and then like with a lot of these things they want to look back through your book history sure quite far back like half a year or something i was thinking like uh right i think because of what's going on in the world at the moment <laughs> yeah um and that these guys sound really cool um ignore that Freudian mobile phone slip. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking that this like business is like really cool and upcoming and likely if I, they're, they're looking by this time they're looking for someone permanent. I thought this is my chance to jump on uh, and that's what I did. They really liked me um, and kind of easy for them. They could take me on. I mean, I, yeah, I went right. through the process. I went for the interview yeah. and all that stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I've now, I'm now a permanent person. Um, <laughs> You're always a permanent person, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, permanent person. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a full-time person. Um, <laughs> uh, but now I'm at this stage because the, like I suggest, like it's hinted, the, the, the seesaw 
gone totally to the website. Um, There was little to no condiments business. Mm -hmm. But now things are opening up. Suddenly is a bit yes. of an insurgence on the yeah. <laughs> on people sorry. knocking on your window, <laughs> banging on your door. Yeah. We want chili <laughs> sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, now it's it's come to like literally a fork in the path. Where yeah. do I go? What do I do? Um, and I'm I'm at that stage now. Well, whatever you choose out. will be the right decision in the end. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but what, there is, what, oh, sorry, Karen. No, but what I was going to say is what, what's made it easier is that I've got myself, um, well, I've got myself a unit, but it's theoretically a place where I can concentrate on both um, mm. and better time manage rather than running between points and which I could do more easily before, but now with the um, permanent role, I can't, <laughs> it's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's made it easier, but still I'm at that fork in the path. Cause I've just, I've been employed for the first time as well. Um, okay. Over the last year. And yes, it's been, it's been an interesting insight into that because I always had, obviously, Ed uh, was employed when I was freelance and I was always so annoyed when we went on holiday and he was being paid <laughs> and right. I was losing yeah. money <laughs> because obviously I couldn't make it when we were away and I wasn't being paid. And so, yes, that was always a big drawback, but then I could see that in a way my life was far more flexible and that suited me so there are of course pros and cons to both so do you our last question is do you have a piece of advice for other web developers condiment makers or just creative businesses do you have any advice yeah um and that is one word um patience We'll end it there. Okay, bye. Because <laughs> I'm not patient. Uh, <laughs> I want it all now. Yes, that's a very good point to make. <laughs> it's some some people have it naturally, and um, some really don't. Um, I'm fortunate that I have it. Out of my whole family, I'm the only one. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but um, it really is a thing of time time isn't time isn't of the essence basically just let this plod along <laughs> and keep <laughs> keep keep doing what you're doing and then things will be fruitful i think a lot of people they look at other people and if in the same skill set and they think oh god they're doing so well how are they like um, especially ones who are like super successful, the thing like big already. And it's what you don't see is like all the hard slog and sweat that they went through. Um, it's quite easy to see that like the green, the grass is green on the other side when it really isn't. Um, they've been through those like late nighters. They've been through those like hard financial times. They've been through all that to get where they are now. 
Um, and it's just one of these things. It just it just takes time. You just slowly slowly go over it. Don't panic and rush. I think I must be at this level right now. <laughs> well, get hold of them. That's another thing I do whenever mm. I get envious of a photographer or a filmmaker. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're so much better than me. Why? How? Just because they are. I, I go, right, okay, get over yourself and, and contact them. And they might want to have a chat, you know, and you might have, you know, learn something from them. I think that can be quite nice. It's not always appropriate, but sometimes it's quite nice to, yeah, yeah. ask how they've got on. Because then, then they become a real person, don't they? <laughs> rather than this like it depends on the person but quite a lot of people are willing to help share advice and yeah and and in the end like you said the grass isn't greener and you you've got to do it your way you you can't just imitate someone else yeah (laughs) and in the end i don't i don't think you can even imitate someone it's like it's very it's very hard to imitate someone else you, you're going to do it your way and you're always different to everyone else. So in some positive aspect, you're unique. Exactly. <laughs> Beautifully put. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, that felt like a very nice place to end, actually. Yeah, you're yeah. unique. <laughs> <laughs> Each one of you. Oh, I wanted to quickly ask, how did you... Because obviously... You sell your source in quite a lot of different areas. Mm. How how did you build that up? Did you go knocking on doors? Did, was it word of mouth? Um, yeah. How did you get into restaurants and shops and yeah? A little bit of who you know. Yeah. Friends. But yeah, a little bit of knocking on the door. It's you kind of one helps the other. So when I when I originally started, it was literally um, Pannier Market in Barnesville. Yeah. Um, and then I think I went across to just onto Butcher's Row and asked in the shop there. Um, they've got lovely dallies that's along right. there, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, so that started up with a shop and then a friend said, Oh, why don't you put it into this restaurant? The friends run and that started. And then then I've got two places. And then <laughs> I can use that to my advantage getting somewhere else. I'm like, wow, well, it's in this place and this place. And yeah, and that's how it all begins. There you go. Yeah, because I was just yeah, interested in that aspect because obviously we talk about art quite a lot and how to sell that and how to approach but it's actually very similar with food it's just different shops isn't it it's just not galleries it's delis or restaurants and... I, I can definitely say that, that social media has helped a lot yeah because there's a focal point I think coming as a um, web developer um, I can quite safely say that having a website isn't the uh, end and or end all what's the word phrase be, be an end all, <laughs> be an it, end all. Be, yeah be, it doesn't even make sense <laughs> be what is it be an end oh i nearly had it then oh no it's gone again people will be shouting it's this, yeah. it's this. <laughs> but it's 
a website is very professional like it shows your profession very well and it shows like how well it's built shows how serious you're taking it which is a definite but it's people aren't going to find you through just a website and you're not going to build just from having a website so that's where social media is like yeah. super useful because that's where people can congregate and chat and share and then you lead them to the website <laughs> yes yeah it's a it's a way of cat kind of catching people and then navigating them back to the website yeah that's right definitely. yeah like a, a website is like pretty much a really good brochure and portfolio yes obviously. yeah and do you sell on your website as well yeah so for the condiments the website is literally e-commerce purely yeah. uh, an avenue that you can go down just to to find bottles and buy them <laughs> well there you go uh, i'm, I'm yeah. gonna put all this on the profile page so people can go and buy your chili sauce <laughs> it's very good um i'm not the best person <laughs> because i can't handle spice in fact i'm rather pathetic <laughs> well there's, um, a, there's a level for everyone <laughs> <laughs> Yes, korma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am rather pathetic in that field of spice. But yes, um, if I could handle it, I would certainly be buying it. And, and to many, many people who do like spice have eaten your chilli sauce and gone, wow, so I'm not the best advertisement <laughs> because I can't, yeah, I just start... Yeah, my mouth feels on fire. But other than <laughs> you like chili, Chris is where it's at. And um, yeah, so I'll put a link yes. on the profile for people to go and buy your chili sauce. <laughs> if, you, if you need to ask anyone, there's there's testimonials on there. You can. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Chris. No, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>